Welcome to Retail Nightmares, episode 98. Whoa, that's 98. 98 and feeling great. Yeah. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle, with my co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. I want to co-ghost you. I want it that way. We tell me why. Why Ain't don't you want to co-ghost? Plug. <laughs> And our guest, who I was really thinking would jump in and sing it like the high harmonies. Uh, I didn't know the lyrics. Um, yeah, right. You know every single Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Like, no. Yeah, but you added all the butt plug lyrics and I didn't know those Well, you ones. could just like say something about jizz. Anyway, uh, he's a musician. He's in my band sometimes. He's a music writer. He's a Red Hot Chili Peppers aficionado, Alex Hudson. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's for, nice to meet you again. Thank you. Yes, thank you for having me. Hank really likes you. Hank is also here. I really like Hank. Yeah. He's a great guy. He's super fluffo. So, okay, I want to start right off the top a new segment for the podcast. Okay. Called How Much Money Have You Spent on Red Hot Chili Peppers Paraphernalia? <laughs> can, can I write the theme song for yes. this <laughs> in the style of Red Hot Chili Peppers? Of course you can. I know you can. How much money have you So when I was in high school, I was a uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers fan club member 8981. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's still my Hotmail email address is Alex8981. Wow. And one time, so I, I had Red Hot Chili Peppers board shorts and a Red Hot Chili Peppers Californication t-shirt. Whoa. <laughs> and I went to Music World. I think that was that the CD store that they had yeah, back in the day. I think that was one of them. Yeah. Sure. Like an HMD. It sounds very believable. Yeah. And, and I bought the uh, Scar Tissue CD single. And the, Wearing that? <laughs> yes. Wearing this ensemble. <laughs> so cute. And the this is not a retail nightmare. This is a retail dream. The uh, guy behind the counter said, you really like Red Hot Chili Peppers, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yeah. And you're like, 8981. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I really like to make fun of you for. It's warranted. Um, I am not a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. No one is except for Alex. <laughs> no, that's not true. They I don't are know so anyone. popular. That's, but that's like, we hang around people who... Uh, love jazz. Love jazz and the jazz. jazz music. The freer, hey. the better. Hey, hey, keep it clean. Um, <laughs> wow, Jessica bought me this drink and it's called Mead and it's called <laughs> Humblebee Meadery and it's in this beautiful can that are my favorite colors. And I was like, I'm not want it. And then five seconds later, I was like, give it to me. It's so delicious. And it's called the Bee's Knees Green Tea and Kefir Lime and it's delicious. And I've had like half of a glass and I am. Loaded. <laughs> um, the red hot. I am chili not peppers. a fan of the red hot chili peppers, and we listen to a radio at work quite quietly in the background, and it's just like a rock station. And I've noticed after about uh, eight days of working there, exactly that the same songs are played 
yeah sure. on, on heavy rotation and red hot chili peppers not a fan but they were popular around the time that Nirvana came out, right? Yeah, 91. Yeah. So they probably would have hung out together, right? No. I'm pretty sure Nirvana opened for Red Hot Chili Peppers on a tour right around the time. Yeah, that, if remember, that I remember Nirvana something about that, maybe from um, the documentary that's really good on HBO about Kurt Cobain. Um, Montage of Heck, do watch. Um, I wonder if everybody just got along or if everybody liked each other's music, which is the impression I got. Mm-hmm. And I, at the time, I thought the Red Hot Chili Peppers were good, but they have not, <laughs> they've not matured. <laughs> and I think that in a way, they remind me of Chris Angel. Oh, totally. Anthony, Similar what's the guy at Leeds? And I realized that he's had like a huge, uh, like a really tough time with addiction and yeah. so on. But I think that they've also just rubbed me the wrong way with their sort of yoga, <laughs> yoga spirituality business. Yeah. But you know what? Now, Alex, because of your love of them, I'm 100% absolving them of any wrongdoing to my sense of taste and fully embracing this passion you have for them. I don't know if they're fully uh, absolved of crimes against art, right? but I think perhaps as a defense mechanism against people with taste, I've (laughs) become sort of self-deprecating in my, my love of them uh, and, you know, adopted it as a, as a persona of sorts, <laughs> but I, I actually saw them just a couple months ago. Right. And I went in thinking, oh, this will be silly and yeah. fun. And then you within about- Put on about, your board charts. <laughs> <laughs> got them out of storage. <laughs> the moth ball. Do you still have them? I don't still have them. Oh, Great fuck. regret. Of course, yeah. But within about half of half a song of them starting- I just thought, oh my God, I really love this. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I don't wonderful. think that they're bad musicians necessarily, but because I, I don't know. And A, <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to make music and I'm not. Uh, like I will listen to Paul Simon every day for all day long. But that's great. Yeah, he's yeah. a musical genius. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, just because I don't uh, like something doesn't mean it isn't good. Yeah, and also isn't the drummer supposed? To, oh, is the ba- who's the flea? Flea, is the bass player. <laughs> flea is he's bass supposed player. to be amazing. He's amazing, right? Uh he's like in good films. <laughs> he but he's a great. Oh, isn't yeah. he a great bassist? Technically speaking, I think they're all pretty good at their instruments. See? If you're For, into funk rock, yeah, <laughs> you know, like. If you like a slap bass, please go uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers sort of a pre-ska. Do you think that they're they're like a gateway to ska? They're like ska adjacent. Yeah, yeah. something. I feel like they're more like pre-adjacent. Their their greatest like crime in terms of legacy is probably rap metal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the the Limp Biscuits and and the and oh the, the they Lincoln were the slippery Parks. slope. Yes. Yes. Slippery dicks. <laughs> they were the. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> KY Jelly Wet Banana. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one of the lyrics. Uh, the best thing I think the Red Hot Chili Peppers ever did was uh, be in the movie Point Break. Never seen it. Oh, it's so erotic. <laughs> I love to tell uh, men that I've never seen it and watch them just get so mad. It's like telling a nerd you haven't seen Star Wars, but you could be all men. <laughs> all men. Hashtag haven't seen Point <laughs> Break. <laughs> Hashtag yes. I man. will see it, actually. I would love to see it. It's just so many guys call our dog Bodie. Yeah. I'm Previous like, I get guest. it. <laughs> Previous guest. Oh, yeah. David Ritzer. David Ritzer But dog. I knew, I've known <laughs> at least five other people. Yeah. It's a great movie, though, just in terms of like Keanu Reeves and Swayze, Swayze being like at the height of their sexiness. Yeah. 
And then, I'm in. I'm in. I'm going to see if it's available to me on my movie services. I'm trying <laughs> to figure your... out if I've seen this movie. I'm not I like sure how that long it's taken us to. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is just one of the most amazing men in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves is my red hot chili pepper. Oh, from, sure. From Ketis to Keanu. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've ever hung it. out. In the movie, Point Break, he beats him up. Which Spoiler one? Spoiler alert. A Bert. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had three quarters of a drink. No, I, had, I chugged a hail. Uh, oh, yeah. Hail season. I've decided I'm going to tweet at hail every day until we they should get these people me. to sponsor us. God, I'm mm. trying. Their whole marketing campaign is a little bit too. Hey, y'all. Yeah. A little bit too like boobs on a boat. Yeah. I've got yeah. boobs. I hate boats, though. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. I like canoes. You're 50% Keanu's. of the way to being a Oh, hey my goodness. Promo. He's so nice. He's my Jeff Goldblum. Boobs on Keanu. But I still feel like it's wrong to talk about smooching him. That's fine. Because he's a person. It's totally normal. Where God, Jeff Goldblum's an object. For he's sure. an idea. He represents. He is. But he perfection. also is like. <laughs> yeah. He's got a great nose. <laughs> Real nose girl. <laughs> I have definitely dated more than one person uh, with a great nose. It's like it builds character. It holds the whole face together. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> I have never dated anyone without a nose. Oh. <laughs> if anyone without a nose is listening, we just wanted to say that that's, that's not about I'd you. I'd still date you. Hey, I just looked over and I guess it's also wearing Blue Jays socks. Oh, really? What sort of, uh, what's going on? Are you just committed to a bunch of really serious? Yeah, very <laughs> sticky, just a bunch of bits. Yeah. yeah. Those are nice socks. Well, so I was noticing your socks too. Oh, these? Yeah. Oh, these are my Ryan Gosling socks. Yeah. They're pretty beautiful. I believe that these were a gift from uh, Aunt Sheila or Abby Shunka. Ed Sheeran. Either Abby bought both of us a pair or Aunt Sheila bought both of us a pair it was it was that guy yeah it was ed sheeran yeah ed sheeran has a lot of tattoos yeah and yeah. red hair so how do you feel about him he's not my type of redhead yeah he's ron weasley do you have a redhead type <laughs> yeah <All>. not all <laughs> but it's a, it's a pretty uh broad sampling <laughs> yeah i like i don't know yeah i do like redheaded guys i've picked they that catch up my eye. for me <laughs> I also Twitter. feel like they don't get a lot of acknowledgement for handsomeness, so I do kind of toot it. When you toot, I mean, fart it. You toot on them. <laughs> I, I like to honk on their bobo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, how do you feel about honking on bobo? Honk on bobo, <laughs> is this an Aerosmith album? Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I know. It's our new segment. Honk Aerosmith is kind of the or first Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, I feel they that They seem way. like... That's very accurate. They're Thank their you. dads, probably. Yeah. They wouldn't know, though. <laughs> no. Because it's just Luke like they Tyler were just like... and Anthony Kiedis are <laughs> Throwing their jizz out onto the crowd. <laughs> yeah, and their moms were like, in my mouth, in my puss. <laughs> <laughs> hook me up. Catching it in a funnel and straight into a turkey baster. <laughs> Um, speaking of heinous bands, U2 has been practicing. I was going to bring up U2. Yeah. I kind of wanted to go down just to listen to you it. You don't the have to go down there because I was walking past John Rogers Park, aka Breakup Park at 8th and Columbia, and you could hear full songs coming from the arena. So they're practicing mm. for their whole tour, right? Yeah, they're practicing their first shows on Friday, but I'm not a U2 hater. I there I think they're so generic that it's like Oh, of course, but but they're not bad people. 
Well, they wouldn't think that they've done that's bad. Buy a beautiful hotel that I couldn't afford to stay in when I was in Dublin. Being obnoxious. They're quite obnoxious. Yeah. How so? Is it the sunglasses? The sunglasses. The edge has got like his room full of pedals. His name is the edge. His name is the edge. But he's old. It's like my dad has a room full of cars. What? It's (laughs) It's just a garage. Is it a garage? (laughs) It only has three cars in it. Oh, that's still well, a lot of cars. He likes cars. I that's one more car than I have. So I have zero cars, and they're very embarrassed of me. I and can my family. give you one. They're really expensive. My other car. Broke I can't down afford today. my dog. <laughs> okay, I know what we can do. We can get a car for Hank. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cute. Just a tiny little Playmobil car. Um, when I was in high school and elementary school, U two was huge and authentic and important, mm-hmm. and. And high school I saw, in graduating year of high school, I went to see them live, and it was an excellent concert. And then, you know, I haven't thought much about them, but a song I recognize comes on, like mm-hmm. a, a Sunday Bloody Sunday. And then, of course, that's the thing that happens to children of a specific, like people who identify with being Irish, uh, who have really no biznatch uh, with it. A band like UT for me was like some sort of identification for my cultural roots growing up and I think they were important then. Plus I look exactly mm-hmm. like Bono, which Yeah. Yeah. So that's <laughs> been like a huge Beady fetish. little eyes, huge nose, <laughs> big cheekbones. Never take off your sunglasses, Mm-mm. leather jacket, Mm-mm. super rich. Comb your hair straight back. <laughs> Whip my dick. <laughs> yeah, he does. He uh. patented the helicopter. <laughs> um, no, but I think like in the 80s, they were cool. Like they were sort yeah. of like new wavy, mm-hmm. but then they became just like Muzak. Well, they are older though. Yeah, they should take a rest. I feel Never. like one of the problems is that Bono claims to save the world mm-hmm. with by every putting, move. <laughs> by putting his album with on your thrust. iPod. Yeah. But oh, I think, yeah. I remember when people got mad about that. That, is, that like, made me laugh yeah. very hard. Not consensual. Yeah, it kind of made me mad. But the fact that he's trying to save the world and being so earnest about it, I feel like maybe it kind of brings out a little bit of insecurity that... I'm not really doing anything to try and save the world. And he's so self-righteous about it that it's you just get mad at the smugness. Hey, you're doing lots of good in the world. You were just a juror. I was a juror. Alex for, is yeah. the only person I know who's actually accepted jury duty is gleefully. It's over now. So can you talk about it ever? I can talk about it. Yeah. Was it a murder trial? It was a murder trial. Good God, yeah. no. <laughs> it was a two murders trial. Jesus, Louise's. Yeah. Uh, uh, guilty, not guilty. Uh, it's complicated. <laughs> oh, it's like a status update. Your uh, relationship it was status a update. Yes. Facebook murder. So, what I'm about to say could be found in the Vancouver Sun. So, I okay. don't think I'm like crossing any lines by talking about it. Are you afraid it. for your life? No. Okay. Decidedly not. Well, I am, but not for this reason. Okay. Because um, <laughs> you got a lot of enemies. <laughs> yeah. On the Chili Peps message boards, you started a flame war. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Team Californication. Other people Team Blood Sugar Sex Magic. That would be the team I would stick with. Yeah, I only like that one song uh, where the music video. He's like uh, playing a giant b- b- bass guitar. Like that's all of them. That's yeah. Okay, never. I think you might be thinking of other side. Yeah, other side. Yeah, that's that a good, good one. So you were part of a murder trial? I was a juror on a murder trial. Uh, Yeah, so he was up for two murders. One was a murder of a drug dealer from 1994. 
Okay. And one was the murder of his wife from 2006. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So the verdict was for the 1994 murder of the drug dealer, he was guilty of first degree murder. Okay. For the 2006 murder, he was not guilty of second degree murder, but he was guilty of manslaughter because uh, he has schizophrenia. Oh, good Lord. Okay. So that made the whole thing much more confusing and, sure. and sort of troubling because they got him through uh, an undercover investigation was how they sort of targeted him and, and got just him. like point break. <laughs> I wouldn't know. It's about an undercover cop who becomes a surfer. Is this Keanu? Yeah. But then he gets beaten up cause he's a poser. So surfer Anthony Kiedis like headbutts him and he's got really shitty cornrows. Sounds like Kiedis was in the right here. <laughs> <laughs> Not As guilty. He always is. Am yeah, I right? Sure. <laughs> Never question Kiedis. That's what your tramp stamp says. <laughs> Sorry, lower back NQK. <laughs> it's real awkward and confusing. So you really liked being on this jury. It was like is maybe the wrong word, but it was very interesting. You were so excited to not have to go to work. Well, my employer was very civically responsible and paid me in full to be on the jury. So I was able to do it without uh, any financial burden. So it was an opportunity to do something really weird in my life yeah. and do something completely different. And it lasted for three months. What? Yeah. Every day? Pretty much. There were a few days were off, but, but pretty much it was every single day. I wonder if you can become a professional juror. I think they keep track. <laughs> it's not like a, being an extra. Like there's no record of how many things you've been in. I remember reading about that in the paper very briefly. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I uh, used to have a job where I could read the news every day. Uh, it, no, it, was, it, was very, it was very strange because, as I said, they got him through this undercover investigation and the confession was given at the end of the undercover investigation as it's supposed to. But because he has mental illness, it was difficult to know what you could believe because you can't just take him at his word uh, for what happened. Yeah, so well, with schizophrenia, there's all sorts of, mm -hmm. you know, time issues and understanding and like auditory hallucinations and then different realities. But he did kill a drug dealer previously. Before there was any record of him having mental illness. Now, they... Both murders were on the, in the same trial? Yes. So the way it worked... That's not how it is on Law & Order. <laughs> I was feel, Stabler there? I feel like What this, was he wearing? Was he... His neck mute. is so thick. <laughs> I, I, I worry that this train of thought is not comedy podcast appropriate, <laughs> but... Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Don't worry. Everyone's losing their mind. <laughs> yeah. People are just like pissing their pants at work. Sure. Manslaughter. I mean, for different reasons. When's it going to be? Woman slaughter. Am I right, guys? Every day, dudes. Human slaughter. What were we talking about again? Never mind. Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, Alex, you worked at a video store, right? I did. <laughs> Let's change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how was that? Uh, the video store was actually super cool. Okay. Well, fuck me. <laughs> End of podcast. Yeah. Well, because all through when I from the point I started wanting to get jobs but didn't yet have any qualifications to get a better job, I always aspired to either record store or video store. Oh, the two holy grails. Exactly. Twin grails. Yeah. <laughs> Twin grail. Do, do, do. 
<laughs> That's a good song. That's probably like a Red Hot Chili Peppers B-side. Everything's a Red Hot Chili Peppers B-side. Um, was there a porn's room where you worked? Oh, yes. Okay. But you love this job. I I liked it just fine. I was <laughs> You weren't in love with this job. Well, I I just completed two university degrees. What? And you're like, time to get into the yeah. video store world. The second of those being an education degree. Oh, so my goodness. I became qualified to be a teacher, yeah. but on doing the degree, realized that I didn't want to be a teacher. That's but, usually how university Not works. in Christy Clark's sure. uh, BC, that's for sure. No. Yeah. Just want everyone to know this, the NDP podcast. Yeah. We like the Green Party on this podcast and we like the NDP coalition the greens are being weird right now though well they got a little bit of power get your yeah. feel nice after all this time they're key to sing all over the place just <laughs> swinging that dick <laughs> no <laughs> so in their green seeds yeah uh, gross so i just had a teaching degree and i had spent three months teaching high school kids Ugh. and at one point in the job one of my students came into the store and like her she was with her mom so like her mom rented the video but the student was just standing there staring at me <laughs> unspeaking with wide eyes mr hudson yeah <laughs> so it was it, that was uncomfortable was she renting a porns for her daughter <laughs> yeah, that was the most uncomfortable part short bus it's not porn <laughs> it's, it's consensual it's organic unsimulated it's organic that was a hard movie to find for a while because it wasn't it was always out no because <laughs> like a lot of places were considering it pornographic oh, yeah. even though it was an actual dramatic film that just happened to have a lot of unsimulated sex in it well we <laughs> had tears of pornography because there was the general section because <laughs> i cried misunderstood <laughs> that yeah <laughs> there's the general section that's what the crying room is for in a theater <laughs> there was also a, an 18 plus section oh right yeah. which is where short bus was located okay and this was in the main room of the store and then there was a separate room that was 18 plus also with funk music playing in the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> beat Incense. Yeah. Just suck a my kiss tub. by Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> oh, no. Just you playing it. <laughs> I just realized when we were talking that how, how sexual Red Hot Chili Peppers music was. They perform wearing socks on their dicks. Yeah. <laughs> like, they are sex. That's one. That's hilarious. I'm on. I'm so into the Red Hot Chili Peppers now that we yeah. have this discussion. <laughs> The next time the song comes on the radio, I'm going to be like, yeah, Turn whatever. Turn You're going to get a matching Sometimes tattoo. I feel like socks on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like that. Yeah. Imagine you could do. I guess you could stuff a sock up you. <laughs> you could. <laughs> Not as fun, though. Mm-mm. No. Uh, okay. Would you ever get a Red Hot Chili Peppers tattoo? I'm so glad that before I turned 18, I came to my senses because I definitely wanted one. Really? Yeah. Did you, do you have to be 18 to get a tattoo in this Without province? parental Without, consent. Yeah. Cassettes. <laughs> you have to. I got parents. my first tattoo when I was 60 and no one in Quebec gives a shit. Well, I know a bunch of people it in high school. It was also 1993. Who got them. But they just, you know, forged letters from mm-hmm. their mom and went they to They were like, took one look at my boobs and they're like, this is a full grown woman. Because <laughs> it was on my boob. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's where you got your first one? Yeah, tribal son. Well, not anymore. Nope, it's gone. Nice. So nothing bad happened in the porn's room. Well, 
Not to me. <laughs> okay. But, oh, but just to the people in the movies. Well. <laughs> yeah. They need to wear more eye protection. Yeah. Those. They need not to be treated that way. Yeah. Like they need to be treated like people. Anyway. The sorry. same can also be said about some of the people who work at Roger's video. Yeah. I mean, the video store that I worked at. Yes. Oh, Roger's. So. You can say it. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Because people would rent porn which is fine i suppose but it was 2009 at this point <laughs> whoa and it's like you've passed the point where roger's video is the only place you can get pornography yeah and so it seems like you're making a statement of some sort no by... way they could get it your mother's house <laughs> <laughs> that's true i've heard that yeah oh. <laughs> No, your mom's nice. She let us park our car in her parkade that one time. Wink, yeah, she did wink, do that. Wink. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap. And then when we came and picked up the car, all the tires were flat. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> when you came. <laughs> oh, yeah. My tires got flat. What? Yeah, my dick is shaped like four tires. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a cow stomach. Very unique. <laughs> yeah, it goes from one tire to the next. Like a little crisscross path. A couple hours later, your tires recovered and you were able to drive away. Yeah, I didn't even have to put any air in them. Yeah. They just self-inflated. It was so weird. Yeah. Uh, dicks and boners. They're weird. Uh, okay, so... So, yeah, this is 2009. People are, are still renting pornography from a store and so part of the thing was that they wanted to bring their porn video to a person mm-hmm. and have that person read the title and know what it was oh and so it would become a thing where i was of course a male cashier and would be standing next to uh, a female cashier at a, at a different till and they would have to sort of make themselves busy so that I could serve okay. the men on men, the men <laughs> with bringing their porn forward because they wanted to bring it to a woman who might be uncomfortable. They wanted to bring it to a woman. They wanted to, they br- wanted to they make wanted the lady to- uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. So we found maybe something that would explain why they still were getting their porn that way. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. And so the other thing they would do was if your video was late, you'd have to call them. Mm-hmm. To tell them that their video was late. Just, I'm sure Jessica, you've probably done this T- before. Tell them, yeah, the late list is the worst. Pregnant teens is late. I would try yeah. and do it so fast because I was like, this is the, it's like, okay, here's a list of a bunch of people who could potentially verbally abuse you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so go on. So the clerks would have to call people to tell them their video was late, and the men would want the women to say the title. What? Of the film that was late, so hard cock sex. Yeah, so they they would say like, "Oh, what video's late?" And they'd be like, "Oh, you you the video that you rented last week, the only one that you have." Yeah, and then they'd be like, "Oh, what's it what's it called?" And they're like, it's an adult title, and they'd say, uh, "Can you let me know which one? What's it called?" And so either they would refuse, or they would have to say, "Anal Acrobats 2 or <laughs> or whatever. Is that a real movie? It must be. Anal acrobats. Don't Google it out there. <laughs> or do. Uh, actually, you know what? I think that... I'm really upset. I'm yeah. just picturing a trapeze made of butt plugs. I, I actually didn't pull the name anal acrobats too out of thin air. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Because <laughs> you used this... to be an anal acrobat yourself. So I was on a road trip with two friends and one of them 
had uh, a laptop and somehow and the other one had a really big butthole (laughs) (laughs) somehow the other friend convinced convinced the friend with the laptop to give him 30 seconds to try to find the porn that was saved on his computer (gasps) as some sort of a challenge like you have 30 seconds to try and find it that's kind of fun and so my friend went he searched for 30 seconds couldn't find anything and they said to me okay now you try and i just did a file search for the word anal (laughs) (laughs) anal acrobats and anal acrobats too is what came up you're a little web sleuth yeah it took me about five seconds that would be a good porn yeah web sleuth (laughs) sleuth uh Someone borrowed my computer one time, and when I got it back, they had downloaded porn. Jeez. Come on, guys. This podcast is taking a turn that I don't like. (laughs) Turn down Anal Alley. (laughs) Don't give away my address on the podcast. (laughs) You've asked me not to. Oh, Um, man. I don't like that at all. It was pretty unsettling. It was... It was a weird... Predatory. Yeah. It was a very strange dynamic. Disgusting behavior. And I'm... In the privileged position of not having guys trying to make me feel uncomfortable sexually, and it's the only... I'll do it for you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Show me your butt. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Um, Wow, that's really awful to be around. Yeah, it was... How did you guys talk about that staff-wise? Did it come up? Did it come up in staff meetings? Was there any sort of... Discussion with the managers on how to... I don't remember it it going to any higher level other than sort of... Writing a note on that person's account saying creepazoid. Yeah, and I mean, I came into this situation when it was already well underway. It's not like this was discovered in the process of me... No, you weren't the... You weren't the web We weren't responsible for... No, so they would usher me into a situation when I needed to to step in. To be the cum bucket... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> Jessica, right in the line of fire. Sorry, I I have to say, like, this is going to be in my top ten retail nightmares. Yeah, I think it's happened to a lot of like most women who've worked at video stores. I one of my best friends in high school got a job at Rogers Video that I wanted to get. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had to do like call people and tell them their adult titles, and she, you know, the same thing, the same sure. story ha- like happened to her and she would, you know, try and say it quietly and they'd say what? And then she'd be like, hard cock six. That's why <laughs> I didn't pull that name out of my butt. It's- Boo those people. <laughs> Boo to you. Yep. Good retail nightmare. Thank you. I mean, I-, I wish I didn't have it, but. We all wish that that wasn't how things go. But we live in a hell dimension, so deal with that. Yeah. Garlic scapes, hell scapes. I'll take the garlic scapes. <laughs> delicious garlic scapes mm-hmm. you should get some they're gonna be in season soon what is it i'm not familiar it's like the oh like the greens from garlic mm-hmm. mm. you know what i'm really into ramps what are ramps they're like wild onions yum or wild yeah they're like little wild onion knee garlic you're you a little wild onion mm. <laughs> thank you uh jessica yes do you have a retail nightmare? I have a retail dream. Whoa. Yeah. So I was out and about. It came out of a bad day because our car broke down. Our other car broke down. Which one? Little Jelly Bean? Little guy. We did, Our van, we needed a new transmission recently. Very expensive. Very expensive. And so, and so we took in our other car because the same exact things happened. I was in the car both times. Yeah. What if it's me? In the exact same block, too. It started doing that weird acting up thing. Anyway, our mechanic is lovely and he 
felt bad for us because he remembered us and he knew that we just paid him thousands of dollars. And so he, he was really nice. He gave us a deal. So we were ha- walking back from our mechanic, which is uh, very far away because it's cheap. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's in like the warehouse district. And we were sort of zigzagging back because we were way across town. And we wound up by this store, which is going out of business uh, <gasps> called Three Vets. Yes. Did you get mm. a cast iron pot? No, I didn't. But I didn't need anything. And I had... I've been in the store before a long time ago, but I hadn't been there in a while. And I was just like, oh, we're here. Let's go in. Because Jay and I had never gone in together. And it was a nice, you know, sunny Saturday. And so we stopped in. And the first thing that we see is a huge bulldog who is basically like the store dog, the store mascot. And all the people working there, including one of the owners, were all at the front. And they were all, you know, you could tell that they all got along really well. I think a mother-daughter combo were working the tills. And the dog was so friendly. He just splayed out right at the front door and was in everyone's way and just wanted to get pet by everyone. So cute. So we just walked around the store. You know, they sell everything like outdoor gear. I don't really need any of that stuff. But then I came across a pair of brand new Sperry Topsiders in my size, which are uh, amazing. And I I don't know the words you just said. They're (laughs) like boat shoes. They're boat shoes. And they were my size and they were like the medium size, which is like the only thing my weird fat circle feet can fit into. Uh, and they were brand new and they didn't have a price on them. So I brought them up and they checked with the, the owner whose name is Jerry Wolfman, which is amazing. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. That's a great it's last great. name. Yeah. And, and he, first name. And he's got a beard. So like kind of Wolfman-ish. Like, Jerry with a G or J, I wonder. I don't remember. It doesn't matter at this point. He was a customer at the so video sensual. store. So I sort of knew him already, but oh, he didn't nice. remember me. Anyway, $25 I got these shoes for. What color? They're light pink. What? They're perfect for you. I know. And those will go with everything that you I own. Know. I, I, it was like my best day ever because Jay has been, I usually have a pair of boat shoes going at all times, but then my last pair broke recently and Jay has been trying to find a pair online for me because Aww. we found another one online. And so, yeah, this was magical. And then he was like, uh, $25. And he was like, you know, those are Sperry Topsiders. And I was like, yes, that's why I'm... So, yeah, that store... I've Previous Papo of the Week has been uh, one of the geese that live in the parking lot there. Right. Which I now have learned that there's a couple of the geese of geese who live there and their names are Gray and Goose Aww. or something <laughs> like that. Uh, anyway, the people who work there and who own that store are all lovely and I'm sad that it is not going to be around anymore because it's sort of a staple. I read an, an article about it and how it originally moved there, but because it wasn't zoned for retail at the time, they got some sort of discount. And now that whole area is completely developed and big box stores left, right, and center. Yeah. So it's sort of like it was there before everything else was, and now stuff sort of flocked around it, and now it's going to go away. And so it's sad. It Hopefully it's closing for happy reasons. Hopefully they're all going to retire on yeah. some amazing beach and that dog is going to wear a captain's hat <laughs> <laughs> and just have a margarita made out of uh, dog bones. <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> anyway, thanks, Jerry Wolfman. I love my new shoes. That's lovely. 
I've been meaning to stop in because I need a new cast iron pot. I'm missing sort of a very practical size. I have a great flat one. You have amazing pots. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I have a retail dream slash nightmare. It's kind of a weird one. And I want the listener to know that I made my own bed and I got right into it and then got sick. Oh, no. Um, Sometimes on the weekends, I go out for brunch with Puppos uh, that we know, Aaron and Chris. And so Aaron Gibbs, beautiful illustrator, Chris Benson, uh, previous guest. And they've introduced me to some really nice people called Sarah and Tony. And sometimes we go for really early breakfast on Sunday morning. How early are we talking here? Uh, we will meet at 8. On Sunday? Yeah. So, in a rush. So after church. Yeah, we'll go to Yokes, which is my favorite place to go for breakfast. I've never... It's. No. Lo- I think it's lovely. And they're very conscientious about food allergies, which I have. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice for me to go to a place where I know I can eat and not have to worry because it stresses me out. Uh, in a way that is makes like eating with people not fun. No. So I usually eat with people with places I know uh, that I feel good at and try to just eat at those places. But we decided to try a diner nearby. I'd eaten dinner there before maybe almost a year ago when it opened up. And then when I went in, my friend Tony's like, hey, they've got tons of gluten-free options. I was like, okay, let's try that instead because it's closer to home. And we sat down and, and, you know, I'm starving at this point. I'm not starving. I had two or three oatmeal cookies already. <laughs> and, um, I thought I have a good base. The, the woman, bottom of your stomach. the waitress said, just so you know, all of our gluten-free things are cooked on the same grill oh, as I our s- other things. I saw your tweet about this. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I totally appreciate there's all different sorts of allergies and like things that trigger a reaction to me are different and it can change here and there. But I kind of want people to acknowledge that if you have a gluten allergy, you can't eat stuff that's made on the same grill. Yeah. So maybe you're accommodating yeah. people that have a preference, and that's also fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it feels annoying. sort of like false advertising a bit if yeah. you have gluten-free options and you don't make like an allowance. Like you pay more for yeah. gluten-free There's stuff. There's just gluten-light options. Which exists too. Yeah. So the waitress who was lovely said – well, this is your best bet. And I'm like, at that point, I've broken out in a cold sweat. And I feel so embarrassed that I'm going, about to ruin breakfast. I should have just ordered coffee. Uh, but I ordered the best bet, which wasn't very good. And then um, I found out what I have is called gluten allergy induced vertigo. Oh, I spent no. four hours uh, on mm. my couch. Oh, no. Um, and I think why this is a retail dream is she warned me. Um no. But then last night, I went to my favorite sushi place where they're super great about allergies, and I ate $25 worth of sushi, <laughs> which is way too much, and I felt sick. So I deserve what I get. I was sick for the reasons I like, overeating. Yeah. No, that's good sick, because you're like, this is all my fault, <laughs> and I feel great, but also yeah. maybe going to barf. Yeah. I paid for this. Yeah. 25 bucks for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that was including tip because I tip a normal amount as if I got table service, even though I went home and ate it. Well, oh, I do that too. Yeah. You get the same amount, whether it's pickup or delivery yeah. or so great dine-in, whatever. Or if you give me a discount, then you get a way bigger tip. Yep. Yeah. It's that's a good true. technique. Yeah. So it's kind of like a weird, like she warned me, but then I don't know. It's like it's muddled. People who don't feel good about eating... Gluten, for a variety of reasons, also should be able to eat out. 
But I think because people who don't have severe reactions don't realize like, oh, yeah, like it's just the bun's not going to make all the difference. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can't have it all like hanging out together on the same grill. No. Yeah. And it wouldn't be that hard to just like put out like a lot of places just make everything in one pan. Like they'll yeah. just throw a pan on the on the grill. And- yeah. I guess you're in a funny position by being gluten intolerant because on the one hand, there's so many more gluten free options now yeah but on the other maybe people don't take it quite as seriously because they associate it with With people trying to be healthier and more diet which is also there's all different sorts of um this is so boring for the listener but (laughs) we can cut it out there's all different types of reactions to it and serious like things yours is the most intense i've ever seen there's worse uh jane stanton has the worst celiac disease i've ever seen but it was a relief too because i finally found a name for how i experience my reactions and just feel like dizzy so dizzy i I couldn't stand like was so so hard that's so scary so it's not scary because i can't die from it yet or anything it's just really like I feel a little, there was one time I was in a really nice restaurant and a lovely woman nearby said like, oh no, it's just a preference when they ask for gluten-free. And I was mm-hmm. like, fuck, you're like I've making this that. so much harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the more research they do, it's it's not so much a preference. Like people really, it's just there isn't a name for what people are experiencing yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Fucked up butt. <laughs> or gut or whatever, right? Um, butt gut. It's all the same tube. I've got the butt gut. Yeah, mouth to ass, one line. Hey, okay, keep it clean. Uh, Alex, do you have yeah. any more retail nightmares? So, Rod, the, uh, pardon me, the video store, the anonymous video store. Rodman's video hole. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what it was called. Yeah, the Davy Porn Auditorium. Oh, so classy. Yeah. Uh, so, that was a terrible experience, but was a small part of what was otherwise a good retail job. Better cool. than being a teacher. <laughs> yes, better than being That's a teacher. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the bad retail job I had was if like where the whole thing was bad was a few years before the video store when I worked at a uh, a supermarket in the summer in between university terms. And it was a uh, a sort of luxury high-end grocery store. Oh. And like I, an urban fair. like an urban fair urban fair adjacent yeah it was owned by a very rich local businessman Mm. it rhymed with bourbon flair (laughs) (laughs) that would have been a better name for it and so i i applied for the supermarket because i didn't yet have the confidence to take my resume to the video store (laughs) and uh, i just needed a job for the summer and on the application, you could fill out which departments you would want to work in. And you said candy only, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was not selective. I checked every single box except for one, which was the meat department. Of course. Yeah. Naturally, the department I got hired for was the meat department. Really? <laughs> yes. Were you, you're vegan now. Were you vegetarian or? I was, I ate meat at the time. Okay. Because I was like, that would be a nightmare, like vegan <laughs> yeah. man in the... I was actually thinking about going vegetarian at the time, okay. but then sort of ironically, being around meat all the time, 
made me want it more. Oh. Like, I sort of thought it might have disgusted like me. Like a but vampire. It, yeah. It, <laughs> Craves <laughs> the flesh. At the beginning of your shift, you just put a steak gently down the front of your pants. <laughs> he just, still does that. He's, yeah. still, he's still vegan. That's how he, he gets just, his iron. He <laughs> absorbs it just through the... Topical iron. The tip of your dick. <laughs> <laughs> up the, uh, the iron content mm. of the, the steak. <laughs> You remove the steak and it's just pure white. <laughs> yeah, you can just see some veins, but it's like see-through like Wonder Woman's plane. <laughs> so I got hired in the meat department so for you the were summer. A, a butcher. Well, I wasn't a butcher because the butcher implies that you're the one who... That you are talented. Yeah. Um, but the you were like a meat cutter. Well, there was a meat cutter in the department. I was simply a sales meat, meat sales person, a yeah. meat stroker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were a meat busker. <laughs> yeah, so I I sold the meat, but the man who was the meat cutter, mm-hmm. who was actually you know trained to slice up the the cuts, the hawks, yeah, ham hawks. He revealed to me that although he hadn't written this on his job application, he'd actually spent time in jail for stabbing somebody. Jeez. Nice. Was it a cow? (laughs) (laughs) Cows are people too. He found a way, I guess, to channel his his calling into a professional capacity. Why would he tell you that? Why wouldn't they check Mm. his name in the thing? It's weird because he was a very charming man who seemed far too smart to be... But if you could get old. away with yeah. stabbing somebody. Yeah, well, he didn't, so he wasn't that smart. Right, yeah, that's true. So I was working alongside him, which was a bit strange, even though he was nice. And, <laughs> well, I mean, he wasn't stabbing me. No. Uh, you <laughs> hardly gosh. have any flesh on you. <laughs> Your skin and bones. <laughs> so the boss there, I feel like you'll know what I mean if I say that he was the kind of person who winked. Oh, like earnestly, like not ironically, not as like a funny, like, look how cheesy I'm being. Like he'd wink. Maybe he had a tick. (laughs) He'd give you a playful wink. Okay. I've never been able to incorporate that into my, oh, you did that (laughs) effortlessly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good at winking. So cute. Mm. He was, of all the bosses I've had, the only one who sort of did the lame things that you would sort of groan about, like, oh, my boss is so lame. Like winking and just That's cupping your balls. <laughs> Do the old me counter race round. <laughs> just the balls. <laughs> but I, oh, this story I'm about to tell, it's not funny, but it was very strange. Uh, okay, so I'm he ready. Was, he was always the big thing, like the, the issue that was always the crackdown issue. In- not enough winking. <laughs> The, the the sort of the hard line important issue in this meat department, perhaps rightly so, was that when you opened up a bag of meat. They like, come in bags. They come in like clear plastic bags. Okay. Like the pieces of meat. When you open up a bag of meat, you use a knife to cut open the bag, but you do it with a knife away from you rather than pulling the knife towards you. That's okay. just a general rule for sure. any knife work. And I, that I, I do not follow myself. I didn't yeah. see people habitually breaking this rule, but he still brought it up all the time. <laughs> it was, he was always quick, <laughs> just winking at you, and then you knew. And 
<laughs> I wasn't present for this incident, but I came in a couple hours after that he got taken to the hospital because he opened up a bag by pulling the knife towards himself. Oh, snap. stabbed himself in the stomach. The boss. The boss who... Winky McWinker Wiener. Maybe every time yeah. he was saying it, it was like his own sort of... His like mantra. Auditory yeah. post-it note. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that, David, to yourself. Always away, never toward. That's the way we... Wink and more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always away and never towards. That's the way I surf the board. <laughs> Give it so away can now. Live to wink some more. Oh, he would just say, "Cut it away, cut it away, cut, <laughs> cut it away, it away now." now. <laughs> oh, oh, gross. That's terrible. Yeah. So he just and stabbed his gut. Yeah, he stabbed himself. <laughs> Maybe he was know. doing a demonstration. <laughs> Here's what not to do. Ah, no. My guts. All my intestines. And this was someone who was in charge of telling you what to do. Yeah. (laughs) I relate. (laughs) So I just had this, I I worked there for a little less than three months and and just the whole time. Bad job. Had had just intense fantasies about how I was going to quit the job. Oh. You know, like I really, I had funny ideas like one day he would turn around and then turn back and I would be gone and just never (laughs) Just a pop of smoke. (laughs) Or I, a I, puff of paprika, <laughs> just a fart. Put paprika on your butthole. Don't Wait do till that you have to, to the fart. listener. Don't do that. <laughs> if it's smoked paprika, it's yeah. like a nice little. I think it still might hurt your butthole. Mm. Uh, they're hardier than you. Think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else? What were your other fantasies? Well, my other big idea was that he was going to ask me something completely reasonable, and. You know, just like, oh, would you mind washing the dishes? We're we're a little slow, and we could use the dishes cleared. And I would just say, "Fuck you," <laughs> and just hightail it out, and blast red hot chili peppers from your phone. Yeah, real real <laughs> quietly with no bass. Uh, I think you should have taken like ground beef or turkey or whatever and just spelled out. I've given you my two weeks notice. Thank you so much for this opportunity, but I've left (laughs) all the meat bags. (laughs) And that's my two week notice. So I have to keep coming back for the next two weeks. And you spell it out like only, only four working days left. (laughs) He's like, you've wasted so much meat. So I had all these big ideas and then one day he called me into his office and thanked me for for my <laughs> my service, but that I, I wouldn't be needed anymore. You got let go? I got let go. And here's my theory. So <laughs> the, the meat department was, was uh, the sort of the work habits weren't the highest okay. uh, quality. And there were a lot of people who were slacking off. It was a real sort of bro culture of. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> like the the other guys in the department would talk sort of somewhat proudly about how if there was a a fight between all of the departments that the meat department would win. For sure. They have blades. I think they were speaking hand-to-hand combat. Okay. But, <laughs> but put his head in the ham slicer <laughs> and just slowly murder. <laughs> I don't know. I bet the cashiers wouldn't be bad either. Mm, that might be true. There was so a lot much of rage. Yeah. yeah. Got to put up with a lot. Fuck. I know what you're talking about too. I used to shop there. Yeah. Be brutal. So- be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. Be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> we need to 
<laughs> brutal. <laughs> what do you even say? Brutal. Brutal. Oh, but it brutal. sounds like that be retail. <laughs> You're selling like shitty meat to rich people and telling them it's fancy. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, like that part. Did you do did you guys put dye in the meat? Oh, like make it red or something? Yeah, because some grocery store departments. I don't think it's legal. No, it's not legal. And then there's also, I've heard other rumors that they'll use meat glue to like put together meat scraps to make. That's legal. Yeah, that is. I think so. Because it is like, it's organic or whatever. It's not Mm -hmm. organic, but it's like made out of. Organs. Organs. (laughs) (laughs) That's organic, right? So. So uh, my theory was. That if you worked at the store for three months, you joined the union. Right. And so that's why all these guys were doing a shitty job. Because they were protected. Because they'd been there for a long time and they couldn't get fired. And so if I was there for something like another week, then I would have joined the union. And you'd still be there today. Yeah. Yeah. They really. <laughs> that's uh, kind of what happened. Yeah. yeah. So they, I think they wanted me out before I could join the union. Because you're a real nerd. Yeah. You weren't a cool bro. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. If I had. Been willing to back them in their fight against the the deli department. There. Yeah, you were like, why can't we all just be friends? Here, I'm a teacher. Fuck off, pacifist loser. <laughs> but you should have showed them your cool Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> tape collection. <laughs> you guys, it's on double vinyl. <laughs> My favorite story about Alex is sometimes he will drink some alcohol and yep. then decide to go buy a bunch of red hot chili peppers albums online yeah and then forget about it <laughs> and then they show up at his house and he's like awesome amazon.com <laughs> so great so endearing <laughs> let's do a segment oh okay alex yes what's your favorite grape theme song we have to wait like 50 seconds now no nope. he edits it in My grape theory is that... <laughs> you have a grape theory. <laughs> fully formed. Also, you have a band called String Theory. I, I do. It's a joke band, though. All bass band. So... <laughs> That's great. It's good. Yeah. He has a song. My favorite song of yours is called No Guitars Ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> he entered Shindig, the like uh, local campus radio sponsored battle of the bands and he made it past the first round i didn't you didn't i didn't oh i thought you did no i thought you had to do two rounds no we, we well, got should have you're cheated we got beat by the band that ended up winning so oh, fair enough i i can console myself with that it's it's kind of well we broke up in our final song of the set <laughs> so it would have been awkward if we'd had to play another show all i remember is you made jay hold a Mike's Hard Lemonade so you could steal it from him from the the crowd and play your bass with it while taking your shirt off while holding like while still wearing your bass yeah the entire length of a song I played a solo 
on my base with a bottle of Mike's Hard Lemonade <laughs> as the slide. I don't know. I think those bros misunderstood you. Yeah, really <laughs> you might be the most situation. bro of all. Yeah. Okay, so favorite grape. What's your grape theory? So red grapes are either the best or the worst grape. I agree. Depending on the quality of the grape. It's a solid theory. <laughs> Whereas a green grape is always good. It's standard. It's, yeah. It's always... Unless it's a brown green grape. Mm. I hate those guys. Yeah. Brown green? You know, there's always... <laughs> like you buy a bag of grapes and oh, there's, there's just like one little rotten guy. Like little. the pinky toe of grapes just hanging out in there. But it's always a toss-up because sometimes like the little tiniest guy could be the it's most... Nice the most yeah. exciting little mm. grape but then every now and then you get like a wonky dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like in life <laughs> totally you get a wonky dude when i was a kid my favorite soft drink was grape crush so good still so good well here's the thing one day i was about 10 years old and i i drank my grape crush as i always did out of your sippy cup out of your bottle my grape drink done <laughs> but for some reason when i was drinking it i just had the idea that it tasted like somebody had put out their cigarette into the can okay and they i probably did i was 10 i didn't know what a cigarette tasted like i did <laughs> <laughs> well you grew up in quebec <laughs> go ahead but i could never drink grape crush again that huh. was it i was done okay you just decided that and so mm. how did that affect your favorite grape ever how'd that affect your sexual life <laughs> <laughs> well i had to adopt a root beer as my new favorite uh new favorite grape my, new, <laughs> yeah. my favorite grape is root beer my favorite grape Counts. is root beer too I, they both count yeah yep. unanimous then yep. yeah let's popo of the week yeah let's popo <laughs> I've been really irritating my girlfriend lately by singing the Puppo of the Week theme song, but not even realizing that I'm doing it. Just well, that's sort of, not irritating. No. No. Maybe it's time for you guys to re examine your commitment to each other. I'm going to bring this up at our next therapy session. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say at our next family meeting. <laughs> So Hank's been making a pretty good run for Pup over the week. Yeah. Throughout yeah. the course of this. He's currently drunk on bullcock. <laughs> yeah. For the listener, Hank has been gnawing on a penis. Yeah. I forgot Not why I didn't Alex's. buy them. This isn't just a Red Hot Chili Peppers joke. This is real. This is real. Uh, Hank's been eating a bovine peños. Just another part <laughs> of an animal that isn't as worthy as the dog. I mean, it needs to be used, so I'm glad that it's getting used. Yeah, I mean, mm. that's pretty ridiculous, this whole thing, owning a dog. Anyways, go ahead, Hank's Pup of the Week, I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'll, give, I'll give at least some recognition to the, the pu- other Pupo. Some Pupo points? Yeah. Spread them around? So I went to Safeway the other day. Oh, Safeway's your papa. Great, papa. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, who's your papa? <laughs> Steve on. So I went to Safeway, and when I went in, there was a papa waiting outside of the store for his owner to come out. And he seemed to be some sort of a pit bull cross. Mm. Um, but he just was very sweet and a little bit sad as he kind of looked into the store. And was, but was just sitting there. But he didn't have a leash on. Oh, oh good dog. Yeah, he was just sitting there waiting for his owner to come back. And I was in the store for five or ten minutes. And then I came outside and he was still sitting right in the same spot. Oh, what a good guy. Yeah, and he was doing the 
when I came out, he was doing the thing where dogs like itch their face with their dew with claw. Their, with, oh, with their paw. Yeah, and so they cute. sort of rub their paw against their face, and it looks really awkward and cute. Hank was just doing that. Yeah, yeah. super cute. His eyes really beg him. Aww. So he's also my puppo. It's a good puppo. Safeway, Safeway pity. Good puppo. My puppo is two dogs. <laughs> a two-headed dog. <laughs> it basically who were waiting for their owner outside of Shoppers Drug Mart. So similar sort of vibe. They were leashed up though because they seemed like they would go anywhere where someone friendly was. And I walked past them and I saw a woman going to meet them and she was like, oh my God. And I was like, those dogs better be there when I get back because I had to run to the bank. So I I went back and the lady was gone. So I was like, I get you two all to myself. Uh, the the larger dog was a like a Turner and Hooch style <laughs> yeah. dog. Uh, and they had such big heads. I took a ton of photos of them. Uh, the, oh, wow. The larger sort of redder one was called Paco. <laughs> and then the smaller one, who was still very large, was uh, Sophia. And I love them. They were on very short leashes, but that didn't stop them from getting their faces right in my faces <laughs> and getting so like Paco got so much drool all over my coat. And I was I had I had been out walking around for like five hours for work uh, and I had to pee so bad, but I completely just forgot when I saw them. I was like a block away from home and I was like, I'm going to get to pee. And then I saw the dogs and I was like, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Paco and Sophia, real good puppos. Your heads are so big. I feel bad for your moms who had to push them out of their bots. I think that they come out just in a tube, the way all puppies do. They come like, in a tube? They're just like tube shaped with tiny, tiny well, feet. bulldogs have to be delivered uh, so horrible. by C-section because their heads are so big. Oh. Awful. And they like they are only one at a time. Oh, Poodles just waltz out like circus dogs. <laughs> they just co- they come out on their hind legs. with a ball balanced on their nose yeah yeah that's how hank came out he's perfect yes who's your puppo Jeez, i don't even know where to start i mean everyone's been such a puppo in the past week so if you see me in the past week you got your puppo um hank is my puppo of the week and he's puppo of my heart he's driving me a bit bonkers right right not right now he's great he's been really good this podcast yeah really good but it is a lot this is wonderful to be around for an hour, but yeah, it's 24 this, hours. Yeah, this never stops, yeah. but it's great. Like it, uh, my friend Jade, who's a huge puppo, actually. How about Jade Lake, hopefully future guest? Mul- um, been a puppo multiple times. Yeah, she has a poodle named Django, uh, who's a beautiful pup. And uh, he's also a poodle, but he's seven now, I think. And so I can message her and ask her questions about his breed and is on this Saturday. Normal? Yeah, is this normal? And she said, yeah, like, to- like he's on track, full poodle. Good. Doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> he hurt his leg the other day, which was really scary because vet visits are very expensive, as mm-hmm. everybody knows. And what was more scary was that it, like every time something happens to him, because my other dog was never sick. He never had any problems right until like, two, like a week before he passed away. Like he was never sick. Wow. So Hank hurt his leg and I got some great advice from Discover Dogs at Kingsway and Fraser and my friend Jade. And they said, just give it 24 hours. And within 24 hours, it resolved itself and it saved me hundreds of dollars. That's so good. So thanks, guys. People want to find you online. How do they find you? Find me online? Yeah. 
You've got a really good band called Rec Center. Yes, thank you. Great name. Are you playing any shows? We're playing June 17th at, it's weird to say the Railway Club. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the Railway closed, but now it's... Back from the dead. Yeah, it's back. Probably better than ever. Well, uh, June 17th, we'll find out. Let's hope they've cleaned their <laughs> their pipes because <laughs> you would have one draft beer and get a hangover. I've yeah. gotten so sick yeah. there before, yeah. like before I... <laughs> Stop drinking beer, but like hangover t- for days. Yeah, mm. from draft. There beer. was something really wrong. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Oh, it was still happening in a year ago. <laughs> so we're playing uh, June seventeenth there, and then June twenty second, we're playing on Ben Lai's oh, radio nice. show, Thunderbird Radio Hell. Ben Lai, the man who makes this podcast possible. That's right. Thanks, Ben Lai. Mwah. Mwah. So, uh, Ben Lai. yeah do it (laughs) thank you how does he make this podcast possible uh he hosts it on his on his server yeah thanks ben thanks Uh, ben so yeah rec center is a great band i've made a music video for you before it's so good i yeah if you want to check it out the song's called like i care it's a x files homage yes shot in one of the locations that the x-files actually shot in the 2400 court motel i just went past it yesterday i thought of that video and still there and x-files still strong it was weird because we rented a hotel room to shoot there but then we just had a hotel so we're like well i guess we should (laughs) stay here (laughs) uh so yeah staying in a hotel and then getting up in the morning and having to go to work is a little weird yeah and you, you're very prolific. You have a lot of albums, which are great. Thank you. Though we just finished another one. Yeah. The butchers don't like me. <laughs> Good ones I win. It's all Red Hot Chili Peppers covers. <laughs> you Okay. Little known fact, Alex is an amazing Crash Bandicoot player, which is a video game. Yeah. And so I challenged him to make a song about Crash Bandicoot. Uh, yep. in the style of Red Hot Chili Peppers and he accepted and immediately made it and it sounds amazing. <laughs> it's called Wham Bam Wumpa Fruit. <laughs> Wumpa Fruit is the thing that Crash Bandicoot eats for power. It's what you collect. like It's the coins, coins of the Mario. Yeah. Like, ca- coins are to Mario as Wumpa Fruit is to Crash Bandicoot. They just look like mangoes. Yeah. But so yeah, you can, you're very uh prolific and in any style you can make a song you even string theory i'll do any style so long as that style is red hot chili peppers yeah like so long (laughs) as it's bass heavy you play bass you've played bass in our band before you play guitar currently you've played keyboard you can just do everything well, it's it's very nice that we're done this new album because for a while it's been in the state of like people ask you like, oh, how's the new album coming? And you're like, 90%. It's 90% done. Yeah. And then three months later, you're still saying 90%. Yeah. It's almost there. You're a perfectionist though. But yeah, I get to hear all to the fault. songs as they're being made because Jay works on them and they sound great. So cool. Jay did an amazing job. So reccenter.bandcamp.com. Yep. For this new album, I'm going to try real hard to get it on Spotify and Apple Music and the like. <laughs> it's tough, though, because you're a music writer, so you don't want to really push your own music because then it'll be seen as like nepotism. I felt very weird about it for a long time. Do you think anyone else would feel weird about it? Stop. Just do it. Yeah. That's what Become I, obnoxious. Yeah. I, well, I it's realized not obnoxious. You can create art. Yeah. I mean, food critics that don't cook, fine. But musicians <laughs> that don't 
that critique music or write about music that don't make music, that's gross. It's weird, right? It's weird. Yeah, it's really, it would be weird. It's like if I decided to, to write about music, I'd be like, enjoy <laughs> not enough Keanu Reeves pictures. <laughs> Fuck that band. All music should have Keanu Reeves pictures. Yeah, I like pudding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I want you to be a music writer. That would be so good. Not this as good as Keanu's band. Reminds me of butterscotch pudding, which is the last pudding I want to eat, but I'll still eat it. Yeah, I'll still eat it. Okay, yeah. What's the first pudding you want to eat? Chocolate. Chocolate? Yeah. yeah. What about, how do you feel about like rice pudding? Now, especially if it's homemade, for sure. And tapioca? I've never had it. I, when I was a kid, like I had a bad experience with rice pudding. I did not understand what it was. Yeah, like, no, Texture-wise, wasn't for me. It's Now I like it. Confounding, but I'll, yeah, I'll take any pudding. I made it recently for a dinner party. It was okay. When I was like a fancy one, when I had the flu a couple weeks ago, I went to the grocery store and I seriously considered buying pudding. I held it in my hand for a while. Well, when you have the flu, it's just like whatever you can eat. Yeah. Like when I had the flu last winter, I just ate crackers and cookies. Yeah. I ate popsicles. Soup. Yeah, yeah. Popsicles was my, it was usually popsicles and pudding were my sick food as a child. And then when I got really sick, I like broke my arm and I had strep throat at the same time <laughs> uh, about six, six years or so ago. And I actually, my mom like picked me up and drove me to her house and looked after me. And I figured so nice. out that you can dip a popsicle in pudding and it's <laughs> amazing. What flavor popsicle? Raspberry and vanilla oh. pudding. Oh, that's great. That that's great. great. Well, this has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to plug anything else. Um, Jessica, do you have anything else coming up? Uh, yeah, we've got a show on May 27th. Whoa, boner! It's the Girls Rock Camp fundraiser that's all covers. We had our first practice last night and we thought it was going to be rough because we just learned three songs that no one knew how to play. And oh my God, it sounded amazing. That's great. It was really exciting. Like we were like, we should probably practice like pre-practice before we practice. And then we just nailed it. So I think we're just, we got this. Uh, but besides that, are you allowed to say who you're covering? Yeah, we're covering, uh, Madonna, the Cranberries and a band called Kleenex, AKA Lilliput. Mm-hmm. They used to be called Kleenex and then they had to change their name. Oh, so yeah. they changed to Lilliput. Because Kleenex is a brand name. Yeah, it's a brand name, but it's, it's really good. Actually that song, uh, it's, it's in German, uh, but there's a lot about poodles in the song and oh, nice. in German poodle is Pudel. Pudel. <laughs> Yeah, it's In great. French, it's knish, right? Really? I think so. That sounds like something I want to eat, though. That's a knish. Oh, yeah. Also okay. delicious. Same. I still want to eat. eat both. I think it's just a number of days before I... Anyways. Um... Uh, if you want to donate to our Patreon, yep. you can do that at patreon.com slash retail nightmares. Five bucks pledge will get you our soundtrack of every mm-hmm. song, including... No, not including whatever the Red Hot Chili Peppers theme song we have created for this episode will sound like. Volume two. Yeah. And uh, the $5 goes towards paying our editor. Jay. And for the time that we spend doing this and the drinks that we buy, and that's probably pretty much it. The kefir mead. Yeah. The (laughs) kefir mead that I just had, which got me real tipsy. Any shows for you? Not at the moment. Okay, so follow you on Twitter. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. I've, uh, I'm trying to tweet but not read any other tweets because the world is so sad. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. But also not tweeting. So much for being on our podcast. Thank Jessica, you thank you so much for having us in your beautiful home. Mwah. Thank you to Hank for being Hank. Yeah, thanks for eating that dong for us. 
Yeah. Good night. Goodbye. Oh no. No no no. No 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 no. No. Bye. Bye. Ramalamba dinga donga dango.